This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area. Hey everyone, welcome back to Season 2, Episode 23 of the Golden Bee Podcast. This podcast is actually a Facebook Live that I recorded on Tuesday, April the 4th, uh, with Nala Donahoe from Seas Plus Baseball, and so I put it up on the Golden V Podcast Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Golden V Podcast, and it's mine and Niall's discussion of a number of things happening around the Vancouver Canadians uh, in advance of the season, which starts this Friday, and so have a listen, and you'll get a lot of inside scoops and little bits uh, on the start of the 2023 Vancouver Canadiens season. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back uh, to the Tuesday, April the 4th, uh, 2023 edition of the Golden V Podcast. And I've been doing bi-weekly podcasts on the Vancouver Warriors uh, lacrosse season, but this is not that podcast. This is a Vancouver Canadians Facebook Live with our friend Niall from Seas Plus Baseball. And I'm going to share... His site right now, live, so you can see it. And we're going to talk about all things Vancouver Canadians three days out from the home opener at Napoli Stadium as the Vancouver Canadians start their 2023 season. And it's nice to see, too, before we let now come in, that we're back for a second straight season at the Nat of baseball after what happened with the pandemic. So now why don't you go ahead and... and, uh, talk a little bit about some goings on with the club. Cause I think one of the first things we're going to cover is we're going to look at this uh, sale of the team, which was just announced today. That's right. Uh, the Canadians are now uh, the property of diamond uh, diamond holdings property. Uh, right. So yeah, a diamond, they, they already have a few uh, teams that they own already in minor league baseball. So uh, right. they're just adding the Canadians uh, to their umbrella. So um I heard there were rumblings of something big coming right. up and the press conference was this afternoon and that's what it was. Um, right. I don't think it's terribly surprising that this has happened. Let's face it. I mean, the Canadians, they've had a, it's been a tough slog for them financially. I mean, you look at the fact right. that there was no baseball in 2020, they could not return home in 2021 thanks to the border closure caused by the yeah. pandemic. So it was really three seasons without, or two seasons without baseball. So, yeah. and the fact that uh, Major League Baseball has imposed, um, you know, these uh, guidelines that all these ballparks have to measure up in certain ways. And um, so, I mean, a lot of ballpark renovations and stuff that still needs to be done. And, you know, the cost of these things adds up and, uh, you know, like, but I mean, it's it's great news that Jay Kerr and Jeff Mooney are still going to be involved in the picture along with Andy. I saw Dunn. that, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that's fantastic news. So it's good to have that familiarity uh, in the front office. And really, Jay Kerr and Jeff Mooney, Andy Dunn, they really helped save baseball. Well, here they did really, right? Like when I was reading about it, you know, just from you know in two thousand and seven, and you know, like we've talked about this before, and I know I've talked about this on on the podcast, just about growing up with a AAA team. 
and then a AAA World Series being won and that team leaving. And so it was a kind of a void about what was going to happen. And then when you see what got picked up for this team, um, and then when those gentlemen, Jay Kerr and Jeff Mooney, took over in 2007, and what it's become. Um, and I can honestly say, you know, going to games last year, um, it was a great fan experience. And it was a great experience, right? I mean, I know it's not quite Major League or AAA baseball, and I think you could see the difference in terms of the style of play and the quality of play from the players, and you expect that. But you can't fault those guys for anything else about sees baseball in Vancouver. I mean, it's a sports icon here, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's great having the neighborhood park. Um, you know, it's, it's a great place to be. I've said it to any Blue Jays fan, they're diehard Blue Jays fans. If you haven't had a yeah. chance to come out here to Napoli Stadium to see a game, I think you have to do it. I mean, oh, I think you do for sure. And I, and I think, uh, you know, it's funny how today we seem to have a lot of local, uh, Vancouver sports news, uh, this being a big one and it's right in front of uh, the start of the season. So let's move into starting talking about the season. Cause that's where we're, that's why you're here and you're always a welcome guest with us, but I want to start talking about some articles that you wrote recently uh, sharing one here, starting with the one on uh, February 27th or sorry, March 27th, because you broke down and I'm going to share it so people can see it. Um, you broke down some, some happenings uh, for the seas, including some pretty cool stuff about um, some names that I recognize um, returning to the Nat, starting with a guy like Tom Candiotti, who I remember in my youth pitching for the Jays as a knuckleballer. That's right. That's right. Right. So, do you want to elaborate a little bit more on this on on this particular blog post? Because I think it's really valuable. Um, you've you've done a great breakdown on some of the guests. Uh, I saw John Gibbons last week on the Donnie and Dolly uh, show on Check, uh, talking about his life and experiences in baseball. Um, can you give us any more thoughts on this sort of series of? Um, former players coming back? Well, it's great news having former uh, big leaguers come back. And, you know, the Canadians have been uh, pretty good at getting a lot of uh, big names throughout the years. Uh, Johnny Bench immediately leaps to mind. Uh, oh, wow, okay. Arguably the greatest catcher of all time. Uh, he I was uh, probably close. Yeah, he's, uh, he was there. Um, you know, Joe Carter. Uh, you've had a lot of former Blue Jays like John Olderud, um, uh, Dwayne Ward, uh, oh, Ricky oh, Romero. Ricky Romero is back, but this time he'll be uh, officially signing autographs. He was here in 2019 uh, okay. to help out with the uh, TV broadcasts on Sportsnet. I see that, yeah. So, okay. uh, so it'll be good to have Ricky back. And, of course, he does have a local connection, uh, being married right. to uh, soccer player Carol Lang, a Canadian soccer player. So, okay. uh, so it's, it's nice for him to come back. Tom Candiotti, uh, knuckleballer, as you mentioned. Uh, yeah. And also my good friend KP Wee, uh, okay. having wrote a book about Tom Candiotti. Cool. So, yeah, definitely a good read and uh, okay. really, really interesting stuff. But uh, so it'll be nice to see Tom Candiotti come here. Uh, definitely looking forward to John Gibbons being here. Uh, he is, <laughs> yeah, Gibby's a character. That, he is that's, definitely, that much is apparent from the interview yeah. I saw last week. Yeah, yeah. So yeah um, it's going to be really cool to see him. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 that's why I wanted to feature you on the show because we like I can do and cover Canadian stuff, but I always feel like I need an expert and a 
you know, a guy who's more in the know than me and you, you, you've got C's plus ball. Uh, it's a real pleasure to have you with us uh, as a guest, because you have a lot of this knowledge that I don't have. And so I want to dive a little bit more into it now that we've sort of talked about those different uh, names and I, and I don't know if they're going to resonate with, with everybody, but um, you've got some really good notes in this article from March 27th as well. Um, looking down at some names, we're going to discuss some of the grapefruit happenings because I watched a bunch of Jay's Triple A's games, or, sorry, Jay's uh, spring training games this year, and recognized names from last year's C's lineup right away. Like I saved my lineup cards from the games I went to. And I was like, oh, yeah, right, Cam Eden. All right, Addison Barger. All right, you know. So let's talk a little bit about the second half of this article, um, which looks at um, some of the Jays or some of the some of the uh, Canadians that are now gone. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's unfortunately it's a way of life. Not everybody can make it to the big leagues. And uh, having gotten to know some of these players, this is kind of the cycle now that, uh, since his blog uh, started basically in 2017, right. uh, a guy like Cullen Large, uh, who was a, a big part of the uh, Northwest League Championship squad, uh, made it up as far as AAA, but uh, couldn't quite uh, crack uh, the big league lineup because, well, there's just so much competition. The Jays are definitely going for it, so it's definitely not a rebuilding uh, no, situation right now. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, so he, he's, he was uh, let go. Uh, Chris Beck was a, another catcher who I thought did a uh, did a fine job when he was here with the C's. Uh, had a good on base percentage, definitely good for getting on base, and uh, uh, he made it up to the upper levels. But uh, unfortunately, his time uh, has come to an end. Uh, the one that uh, is kind of sad for me, uh, having gotten to know him a little bit, Alex Nolan. Uh, you know, he was definitely someone I was pulling for. Uh, somebody who uh, definitely grinded with the Canadians had a really promising 2019 season, but unfortunately, uh, you know, he got hurt at the end of uh, this past season and 2021, it was a tough year for him, you know, uh, pitching uh, in Hillsborough when the Canadians uh, had to play all their home games there. So uh, it's too bad. You know, you like to see uh, the Canadian kids do well from Burlington, Ontario, but uh, certainly a, a nice young man and uh, certainly wish him and all the players a uh, very best, uh, in their future endeavors. Yeah, it's a tough one. I, I, I think sometimes people forget when you watch Major League Baseball. And I sometimes am learning more about the minor leagues, but we have the experience here about how, how tough it is to get there, but how much depth there is to the minor leagues itself in terms of these organizations and these players. And I think a lot of players go to Canadian or fans go to Canadians games, but they don't dive into this kind of stuff, right? Which is, you know, a lot about the inner workings of the minor leagues and and things like player development and things like that. So what I want to do too then is uh, switch gears to something else that you wrote that I want to feature because this is this is pretty cool. This one too. It, you're you reviewed on the twenty eighth um, about the number of former Canadians to appear in spring training with the Toronto Blue Jays, and I watched some of the spring training games as I mentioned, and I recognized names immediately yeah, right that's yeah. just the way i work because i follow the sport but um a number of players here and i think addison barger is probably the the best place to start just because of you could tell us a little bit about his story but just how quick he rose from i saw him play with the canadians last may and then by the end of the season he's basically in triple a that's right 
That's right. No, he was definitely the breakthrough prospect uh, for the Blue Jays in 2022, and it's off to a really good start uh, with Buffalo as well. I think he's had a hit, at least a one hit uh, in every game. I believe he's also homered, uh, and it was actually a homer, yeah. I believe, what was it, 456 feet. So, uh, as I say, he touched that baseball, and it went a long way. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, see, that's the thing. It's interesting, isn't yeah. it? Um, and you have it here, and I'll share it. About Bisons have set their 30-man roster, That's and it's right. got 13 ex-Canadians on it. Um, I mean, how long ago was Nate Pearson here? I mean, Barger stands out as the, one of the immediate ones, and so does David Schneider, and so does Cam Eden. Those are three I recognize right. from last year. Uh, Nate Pearson, he was here in 2017, and he was part of the okay. championship team here. And, uh, boy, he, okay. was, he was some kind of dominant, I'll tell you that. He was... He was not somebody you'd want to face if you're in the batter's box, that's for sure. But uh, he's had a pretty nice uh, uh, stint in winter ball and had a pretty good spring training. And I don't think it's going to be too long uh, before we see him up uh, with the big league club and hopefully to stay maybe as a one inning reliever or maybe multiple innings. But of course, you know, he's had some injury uh, issues. So it's just a matter of uh, watching his innings limit, so to speak. But uh, I think we're definitely going to see Nate Pearson uh, before too long. But Addison Barger, I mean, Incredible, incredible story. I mean, you can kind of see the hint of a breakout uh, the previous year in Dunedin, hit 18 home runs, drove in 80 runs. And uh, boy, he just took off when he got to Vancouver. And uh, he definitely uh, d- definitely uh, put a charge in the one over the right field wall quite a few times at the Nats. So uh, it's great to see him do well. And I think we're going to see him uh, sooner rather than later. Right. And uh, I, you know, I want to thank you for all this great content because this is exactly the kind of stuff I was looking for. And I'm glad I was able to find it and then have you on because providing this kind of insight is really useful to people. Um, want to review a couple of other things too that I saw recently online. Can you talk a little bit about the recent media day and tell us a little bit about that? Cause you were there for that. Yeah. Uh, the, the players got into town on Sunday and uh, it was media day and also photo day for all the players. And then after the right. photos were taken, uh, they warm up on the field, so I had a chance to uh, check out uh, check out the, the infield and pitching work uh, going on uh, on the field. Um, yeah, uh, they, they got here yesterday, and uh, Brent LaValle uh, held court with the local media, and so did uh, Ashley Stevenson, who will be the position coach uh, right. for the team. Right. So, uh, so I know uh, she'll be on uh, she'll be on global TV. I'm, I'm sure at some point, if it hasn't been on already, but uh, she did some. Uh, interviews uh, there as well. I had a chance to speak with uh, Brent LaValle a little bit. And uh, I tell you what, he thinks uh, they're going to get off to a really good start this year. But, uh, you know, like there were so many different players. I believe, what was it, 66 players that uh, made their way through Vancouver last year. So That's a lot. Yeah. So I think uh, you're probably going to see pretty close to the same number of players. But, you know, you have to see how it goes. But uh, he, he's anticipating the team should get off to a good start, considering the fact that uh, they have a lot of home games in the month of April. And I saw that. <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> a little verklempt here, getting all excited. Yeah, no kidding. You need some water, man. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I know. I'll, have to, I'll, I'll have to get the Gatorade out next time for sure. Oh, uh, perfect. <laughs> get the electrolytes going. But, yeah, uh, yeah, no kidding. But, you know, talking with uh, Brent uh, yesterday, you know, yeah. you're saying really they don't have all that far to go for the month of April when you consider that really their lone road trip is Everett. And yeah, I saw know, that really, one. I that's, saw the that close, one. that's the closest uh, city uh, to them as far as the six teams in the Northwest League go. 
So really, uh, they're going to get uh, pretty used to the comforts of home pretty quickly. Right. Uh, I don't know. I think I think uh, at some some ways, I guess it'd be good for them to kind of settle in at home. But I don't know. I always kind of like having seeing uh, my favorite teams kind of start in the road and then finish up at home. You know, I, just in case you know playoff implications and all that that you have home field advantage for that. But you know, that's the schedule we're given this year this time around. Uh, they'll be starting a lot of their games. Uh, in April at home, and they'll be finishing up the last week of the season in September in Tri-City. So uh, that's just the way the schedule goes this time around. But uh, the Canadians, uh, they, they're definitely in good position to get off to a good start and see if that can carry okay. them in the first half and then on to the second half. So they got two chances uh, to uh, try and secure a playoff berth and get back to the Northwest League final. That's definitely the goal of the team. Uh, you know, I would think so. you know, reminiscing on last year, you know, Eugene was just a powerhouse, but, you know, you look at the fact Canadians did hold a lead in all three games, even though they turned out to be short-lived, save for yeah, that. Too bad. Yeah, save for that game three, which was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, which was uh, definitely one of the most exciting games I've seen, even though, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the right team did not win, but uh, still very entertaining baseball. The Canadians really uh, uh, certainly did the city proud and putting in a good showing in the Northwest League final. Yeah, and you mentioned off the air before we started some hints from Brent about who's going to be starting on Friday. It'll be Adam Mako. Uh, he'll be the opening day starter. Uh, okay. He was acquired in the trade uh, for Teo, uh, Teoscar Hernandez. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah he, for those he, people who don't know that trade well, uh, Teoscar right. went to the Mariners. Uh, remember all the all the details about all the players who came the other way, but it was a Blue Jays and Mariners trade in the offseason uh, right. with the Blue Jays really trying to scale up, I think, in amongst other things, their bullpen depth. Yeah, Teoscar Hernandez uh, going to Seattle, and it was out, out the bullpen. Uh, Eric Swanson is uh, now right. with the Blue Jays, and so that was the one uh, piece of the deal, but I think Adam Mako, he was also another huge part of the deal as well. So we'll okay. see him on opening night. And funny thing, he's uh, he's pitched at Nat Bailey Stadium three times before oh, he okay. starts. He made two starts here and uh, was uh, pretty good. I think uh, in a combined nine innings, only allowed two runs. And uh, he certainly did a great uh, great job for Everett. And Brent LaValle right. says he's happy uh, that he doesn't have uh, his hitters facing him this time around. That you know that Adam is uh, on the same side this time around. And also, he's also a teammate of Damiano Palmagiani, who is a big slugger yeah. for the Canadians last year. And, uh, well, I can tell you that Palmagiani is not here this year, so he's obviously moved on to bigger and better things in Double uh, A. So uh, for him. The, the Blue Jays have not officially announced the rosters. That official announcement will come tomorrow, but uh, at okay. least that much I can give you. Uh, Adam Macca will definitely take okay. the ball on opening day. Uh, Friday night uh, against Spokane, April the seventh, and 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 the one of the other things I didn't know that you told me was your work with the Vancouver Canadians this season because that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, looking forward to because we've got to shine a spotlight on you, right? Because yeah, you know, you're the all guest. Good. All good. So yeah, um, yeah. Fortunately, I'm back in the uh, press box again as a public awesome. announcer. So uh, yeah, beginning a third full season. Uh, Great. Uh, yeah, I pinch hit a few times in 2018. Right. And uh, yeah, I got the full gig in 2019 and then had to wait until 2022 to get back uh, wow, to the stadium that, again. You know what? Yeah. yeah, that's because of that whole pandemic thing. What a yeah. pain. But yeah, you know, it was. And you know uh, what? I'm glad you got back in there. That's yeah, good for too. you. 
And honestly, I, I didn't even want to look at the ballpark after the final game of 2019. I mean, you know, I was obviously hoping we were going to have a season in 2020, but when that became uh, obvious, that wasn't going to happen. Uh, I just couldn't, I just couldn't even think about even, even driving. Yeah, it's really, yeah, it's really, really upsetting. Nobody expected the pandemic and all the effects that it had on everybody. And then we lost baseball and then no 2020 season. And then the 2021 Canadian season in Hillsborough. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And so I actually, I I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but I've got tickets for the home opener on Friday as well. I just figured it was too important an event not to miss. So I'm going to be there for the home opener. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's the next thing we're going to talk about, right? uh, We are dealing with uh, Vancouver weather in early April. And I can tell you from living in North Vancouver, it felt like winter this uh, this past weekend. The forecast for Friday that I have here has it at 70% chance of showers, uh, highs of 11 degrees. So if you're coming to the ballpark, and I actually think from talking to people who go to opening day games a lot of people love to go to the ballpark in april just because you know they like to they like to support their team and they love baseball and they're like i don't care about the weather it's kind of almost like a rite of passage or you you're being tough by sitting in the baseball park you know wearing a (laughs) wearing a parka and a toque you know yeah Yeah. you know and speaking of which there is a toque giveaway uh, for sunday afternoon as well okay i believe it's okay that get in so uh (laughs) So if you're looking for a nice toque, uh, you know, get your tickets. I saw that in terms of uh, yeah. in terms of uh, promotional items, but there's oh well, I shouldn't say there's nothing. I think Friday night we actually get a post game fireworks, so that's, that's pretty right. cool. Yeah, we got the so that's going to be good. I I I saw the one last year in in uh, in uh, July. It was excellent. So yeah. we're going to get the the post game fireworks, but then that weekend there's a, there's some cool stuff. There's the home schedule magnet giveaway. And then you're saying the two giveaway. Definitely. So, um, and then we're back to the regular, uh, A and W, um, promotions on, uh, varying games, including Sundays. But I've noticed here in an article from, uh, miss 604.com that, uh, the umbrella doesn't happen until April 16th. Okay. So, right. yeah. But I actually know for a fact, well, when I bought my seats, I didn't buy uh, blue the blue area seats, which are alphabet letters, right? right. I purposely bought the upper seats undercover. Yes, yes. That's a, that's a very good one. Absolutely. <laughs> I think I'm in, I can't remember if I'm in section two or section nine, but I I know I'm undercover and I'm I purposely bought undercover seats <laughs> yeah, in case yeah. the weather was bad, but uh, yeah, good strategy. Um, sure. Yeah. So thank you for all the info. Um, yeah, no I'm sure we're going to get you on in the next month or so. Again, we're going to do some updates throughout the season. Uh, you know, keep sharing your content. Um, but, you know, I just want to say thank you for doing this because we're obviously moving in a different direction. Now seasons yeah. are changing. Sports are shifting. Baseball is starting hockey and lacrosse are ending. So, yeah, uh, at least for the Canucks and Warriors. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be good to have you on again soon. Yeah, no worries. Uh, thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it. Anytime now. Take care. Thanks, man. So there we have it, everyone. Season 2, Episode 23 of the Golden Bee Podcast with Nala Donahoe from Seas Plus Baseball. And I'll give you my info as well. Look for the podcast on buzzsprout.com forward slash 
1869778. And I'm working on actually getting that uh, domain up and running goldenviewpodcast.ca. So it's a little simpler uh, thing to give you than a funky breast sprout number. Uh, but please do stay tuned as we'll be back uh, next week with a bi-weekly Orioles breakdown with Earl Thomas. Uh, and I'm hoping to have Niall on uh, again at the beginning of May, as well as some regular podcasting. Talk to you soon. This, this is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada. 